there's still many incredible ancient treasures out there waiting to be uncovered. My name is Glenn Harris, and this is a news update from the University of Portsmouth. I'm speaking today to paleontologist Nizar Ibrahim about dinomania, a celebration of all things dinosaur. I'm a paleontologist and an anatomist at the University of Portsmouth, and I'm also a National Geographic explorer. May is a very exciting event um, from National Geographic. Uh, Dinomania. What's going to be happening? Well, so National Geographic Kids started this this year, and it's a month-long celebration of all things dinosaurs. So a very exciting time for me. And I'm essentially the spokesperson. And uh, yeah, it's just a celebration of some of the most incredible creatures out there, dinosaurs. There'll be a design a dino contest and a number of, of virtual events. I think it's going to be a very popular yearly event. I think, you know, dinosaurs have this incredible enduring appeal. It's really inescapable. They're just pretty awesome. Well, when did your interest in dinosaurs get? Have you always been interested in dinosaurs? My interest in dinosaurs began when I was four or five years old. It really started with a book on dinosaurs and other extinct animals. You know, I just discovered this this entire new world of, of bizarre creatures that, you know, ruled our planet for many, many millions of years. And it just kind of blows your mind, right? And so, um, yeah, I pretty much decided there and then that I would become a paleontologist. And how did that journey then happen? How did you come from this young boy with an interest in dinosaurs to be this renowned kind of paleontologist going on digs all around the world? How did that journey happen for you? I got an undergraduate degree in uh, geology and biology um, in the UK, actually, at, at the University of Bristol. I uh, received my PhD at the University College Dublin in Ireland in a medical school, actually. And then my career took me to the United States, to the University of Chicago, and then later uh, the University of Detroit Mercy, where I spent a lot of time teaching anatomy. And now I, I recently joined the University of Portsmouth, and I've already uh, worked with Portsmouth scientists for many, many years. It's a great department. I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting the students on campus, teaching on campus. Ah, so it's great to, to have you here. And uh, you mentioned kind of some of those research projects you've been involved in. What have been some of the best or kind of some of those digs you've been on? Have you uncovered any amazing discoveries or kind of what's been your favorite one? When you look at our narratives of the um, age of dinosaurs, you realize pretty quickly that they're quite biased. You know, much of what we know about dinosaurs is really based on discoveries um, in, in places like North America and Europe. You know, the UK, uh, as I'm sure you know, has a, a very prominent history in the study of dinosaurs and so on. But one very big part of our planet is severely underrepresented um, Africa, right? Our planet's second largest landmass. And so I decided to um, find out more about Africa's age of dinosaurs. And so this is what took me to, to the Sahara Desert. And I've led expeditions to the Sahara Desert over 12 years now. When I started, it was kind of a daunting <laughs> prospect. You've got to get out into the field and, and, and live it and, and experience it. Yeah. And some people told me, well, you know, it's very difficult to find good fossils in this part of the world. And, you know, so it wasn't particularly encouraging. But, oh boy, we really hit the jackpot. Over the last few years, we uncovered a really spectacular menagerie of, of prehistoric animals in all shapes and sizes. We have flying reptiles, crocodile-like hunters, 
turtles, of course, dinosaurs, including the largest predatory dinosaur ever found, a sail-backed crocodile-snouted predator, Spinosaurus. So it's been an incredibly productive place. It keeps drawing me back over and over again because it's a, such a, a magical place that, that also helps us fill some of these big gaps we have in our understanding of dinosaurs. If you had a time machine and you could travel back to Africa about 100 million years ago, well, that would probably be a very bad idea. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very strange place. If you think of a dinosaur age ecosystem, essentially, you probably think of something like the world of T-Rex, right? T-Rex was the big, bad dinosaur on the block, right? There, there are no other giant predatory dinosaurs living alongside T-Rex. And that's what we see in, uh, in many different places. In some places, we see several large predators, but we also see lots and lots of plant-eating dinosaurs, right? In this part of the Sahara, it's just, you know, several T-Rex-sized predatory dinosaurs, giant crocodile-like hunters, you know, predatory flying reptiles, big predatory fish, and very few plant-eating dinosaurs. So it's a really unusual food web. A human really wouldn't stand a chance surviving in this place. There are many, many different ways to die in this place. Well, it sounds an absolutely fascinating piece of research you've been involved in. And so what, what's next for you? What You've got some exciting projects in the pipeline as well, haven't you? Yeah, we have several really, really exciting projects in the pipeline. <laughs> some of them are kind of top secret, so there's really not that much I can reveal. But we have a number of really exciting discoveries in the pipeline. We, we uncovered new remains of crocodile-like hunters and, and giant flying reptiles. There were also outreach projects. So... 2021, 2022 is going to be a very exciting time. It's a perfect time to join Portsmouth, which is obviously one of the top places in, in paleontology in Europe and, and, and really in the world. Paleontology has become such an incredibly exciting multidisciplinary science, right? Now we also use all these cutting-edge tools, advanced CT scanning techniques to look inside the fossils so we can reconstruct, you know, dinosaur brains and passages for air cavities in their skulls. And, and we have these very sophisticated modeling tools to understand the biomechanics of dinosaurs. And it's not just science, you know, I also work with, you know, exhibit specialists and artists, you know, they help me kind of resurrect these, these ancient lost worlds we're digging up in the Sahara. It's so exciting to hear about some of these new discoveries and the opportunities that are out there. And yeah, we'll certainly be following up and finding out more about them. And so with all these kind of dinosaurs and amazing kind of finds and kind of creatures you've uh, you've been involved in, have you got a particular favourite? Is there one dinosaur that you think, I wish I could go back in time and meet that dinosaur and go and see it? That's a tough one. And you know how I told you that it would be a bad idea to travel back to africa 100 million years ago oh i would still do it in a heartbeat <laughs> you know um if i got a chance to 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 see those creatures it's a tricky one because you know you work on on different projects and typically what happens is the creature that you just happen to be working on at at a particular point in time kind of becomes your favorite creature because you spend all your waking hours thinking about this creature and you know how it lived and moved Spinosaurus, our, our big sailback crocodile snouted predatory dinosaur, is always going to have a very special place in my heart because this discovery was not just, you know, announcing a new extinct animal, which happens all the time, but this was really more about 
rewriting the dinosaur textbooks. This was really opening a whole new world of ecological possibilities for dinosaurs because this creature we now know was a water-loving dinosaur. It spent a substantial amount of time in the water. It was a, a river monster. Um, the Sahara was home to this huge river system 100 million years ago. And so this discovery really challenged decade-old dogma, which essentially said that dinosaurs don't do water, right? There's still many incredible ancient treasures out there waiting to be uncovered. I think, I think some kids today are worried that all the cool dinosaurs have already been found and there's nothing left for them to discover. But um, nothing could be further from the truth. We're um, really just at the beginning. Yeah, that's good to hear. And obviously, with uh, Dinomania, people and young people all around the world, all ages, can find out more about all these amazing animals. So what's the best way people can engage with Dinomania and, and get involved? Well, um, there's a Dinomania website. There's also, unrelated to the main Dinomania event, the latest issue of the National Graphic Kids UK magazine. One of my colleagues a long time ago described dinosaurs as a gateway drug to science, right? So you can link dinosaurs to geology, to biology, um, even to, you know, extraterrestrial topics because we know how, you know, the reign of the dinosaurs ended uh, with an impact on planet Earth. I mean, there's just so many things. And so many scientists can trace their original love affair with science back to an interest in dinosaurs. You know, for kids, it's a great opportunity to learn about the scientific method, to learn about natural history, about, you know, conservation biology, extinction. You know, all these are all big topics we have to worry about now. Changes in climate. The study of dinosaurs helps us answer many of these questions. I think paleontologists really are time travelers. Oh, that's a lovely, lovely point to finish on. That is great, Nazir. It's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you this afternoon. I've got a four-year-old boy who loves dinosaurs as well. So we'll definitely check out some of those Dinomania events and uh, pick up that magazine and find out more about your fascinating research and these amazing creatures and the impact they've had on us in the past, the present and, and in the future. Yeah, yeah. I think one of the nice things is also that the dinosaurs are still around us, right? I'm sure this is a message you've already heard, but birds are dinosaurs and they're still hugely successful. So we're still in the age of dinosaurs in some ways. <laughs> <laughs>